Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay, and today I'm doing carpool karaoke <laughs> with Mr. Dan Bibby. Hello, Dan. Hi. We've just come out of the cinema from watching Venom. I've just took us into the car to immediately just pod about it because I feel like this is the only time we're going to get to do it. Uh, very it busy. also needs podding about right now. As yeah, well. right now. Instant reaction. Um, so we're going to be talking about Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, in full spoiler detail, as we always do. So, I'm going to play a bit of the music, and I'm going to get into it, so that's your warning. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Two can be as bad as one, it's the loneliest number since the number one. Right, there we go. So, Dan. Yes. <laughs> Are we avoiding the obvious at first, by the way? Well, I always ask Venom, let there be carnage. You always ask that. I always <laughs> <laughs> And this is the first time it's made sense. <laughs> yeah, I always ask it like Ron Burgundy with a question mark. So, Venom, let there be carnage? I guess. This time, yes. <laughs> You're having the chicken or the beef. <laughs> um, yeah, let there be carnage. Initial thoughts. A very fun film. Yeah. Felt like what probably should have been the first instalment into, I guess, what now is the defunct Venomverse. Yes. Although... It makes the first one feel very unnecessary and very underformed. Yes. Yeah, I'd say that. It was it was fun. It reminded me a lot of, like, 90s films. Like yeah. late, had that late 90s kind of, like, fast pace. I mean, it was only, like, what, an 80-minute film? 90-minute yeah. film or whatever. And it was I thought it was more fun than the first one. They still got issues, but... Yeah, we were laughing a lot. Yeah. We were laughing a lot. It was like a better version. I think that the humour in the first one felt very awkward and forced, like it hadn't found its feet yet. Mm. Like the, the dynamic between Eddie and Venom felt a little bit, oh, I see they're trying to make us laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time you didn't even have that thought because it was just genuinely funny. Well, maybe it was because they had such a A-list team behind the writing and directing, you know, <laughs> the, the, with such a thick back catalogue of work. Andy Serkis uh, as director, and we saw Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy did the story with, with Ke- Amy. Someone? No, no it's Ke- it was with Kelly, who I think is the 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 lady who plays Anne. Oh, really? I think. Was there I a did, writer's strike? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was literally... Did a good job, anyway. The one one thought I'd formed in my head that I was going to say, and then this happened and made me go, oh, it sounds cruel. But I went, this is what... This was like if you told a kid, write your own Venom film. Yeah. It was really... No, no, I got that as well. Because it's like Ryan Reynolds putting... Making his own Deadpool movie. Yeah. Which turned out really well, because he loves Deadpool. I don't don't know if Tom Hardy loves Venom, but apparently he understands it well. (laughs) It turns out, though, if you give me Tom Hardy's work, I think it's been done by a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And Andy Serkis. And Andy Serkis, yeah. Yeah. That was just bizarre when we saw... I mean, that was one of many bizarre things. Did you check who directed the the first one? Oh, no, I didn't. If you should check check. that. While you check that, I just want to just talk to the people on the pod out there that it was... It's a 15... And it's the first hard 15 that I've seen in a while. Like, it's no, 12A and 15A. People know how I feel about this if you've read my blogs. But 
Yeah, it was a hard 15. And what was funny is as we walked in, there was clear signage that they've had to make in the cinema to tell people 15 means that you can't come in unless you're 15. You can't come in with a parent. If you are not 15 or over, you cannot see this film. So it's been that long since a 15 film has come out that people have forgotten what that means. There's a generation of kids who have thought, <laughs> oh, you know what, I'm 13, you're 16, I'll go in with you. And they've definitely been turned down at the door. It said, like, you need ID. I took a photo. I'm going to put it on Instagram later. But, yeah, it's just mad that it's been that long. So go on, Bibby. Who, the, who did the first one? Venom 1 was directed by Ruben Fleischer. Right. Whose only movie I recognise from his back catalogue is Zombieland. Oh, which right. Which also has Woody Harrelson in. Although he has apparently directed Uncharted next year as well. Oh. Which also that contains stars a certain, certain another British actor playing an American, which was very rife in this one as well. Um, yeah, uh, Zombieland, Zombieland 2. Gangster Squad, never heard of that. So who and sitcoms? Oh well, comedies even. Oh, hold on, we're going down the Fleischer hole here. Where, <laughs> but did who wrote it? Who wrote the last Don't one? Don't even recognise his name. It was uh, Jeff Pinkner Scott and Rosenberg Kelly Marcel. Kelly Rosenberg. Oh no, see, so yeah, on this one, it's Tom Hardy and Kelly have wrote this, and it's a it's a blast. It's dead fun. It's not without some issues, but I feel like the issues are not. In Tom and Kelly's ballpark, I felt like no, I don't think so. I, but my but, biggest issue was the the as as always, and it was with the last one. Sony's graphics are shite, in my opinion. I I honestly Venom. I was getting away with Venom. I was letting Venom yeah. be Venom in this, and I was like, all right, I've seen it before. Carnage. I Carnage. I thought looked, Carnage looked great. He looked great if it was on the PS One. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did not. Are you not just translating? Because like my only other exposure to Carnage really it was from the PS One game. No, no, honestly, which it you looked, terrified me. Yeah, it, but it looked verbatim the same carnage. I like, don't think the, it did. It I think was, you're being a bit harsh. There. I'm not. It did, like it did not look real. It did not. There was not a bit where carnage. I thought, oh, that looks like carnage is on the screen. Venom. I was really pushing myself to believe he was on there, but because he's he's black, he kind of blends in, and the lighting's a bit more forgiving yeah. on him. This it just looked like a CGI character, very clearly. That was my only thing. I was really perturbed by. See, I reckon they probably... I don't think this is fully Sony-funded. Well... It obviously mm, got a lot more money this time, but they had Andy Serkis directed yeah, it. But, they had, you know, some very but, fancy but, cameos but, at the end, which arguably were not cameos and just reuse of footage. Footage, but yeah. But appearances from expensive characters, which they own, though, I, I suppose. Mm. But it depends what the deal is with Disney there. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it looked better, felt better... It looked, yeah, no, one. it was, looked better. It had a solid villain. I know you didn't like how he looked, but he was like a definite villain. The first no. one was like the guy. Yeah, was I, the bad guy I, in the first I, one. Oh no, the, in the in the in that one, the um, it was capitalism. That was the <laughs> that was the villain. <laughs> yeah. Even though he had an alien coming from no, space, it was it was the dude. Yeah, it was the guy. I don't even remember his name. Yeah, the he professor. Just... He owned the. It's the CEO of that business. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And he, yeah. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy. Yeah, Cleesus was done really well by Woody Harrelson. Yeah. A very, very woody way of playing it. But again, hamming it up a bit like in the, in the 90s. It reminds me of like if um, Jim Carrey had done it a bit. There was a few things he did. Like it was a bit over the top. Yeah, a little bit. Little little nuances of yeah, just being like, that. you know, fuck it. And then there was... Venom was hilarious. Venom was really funny. Venom kept making me and you laugh out loud a lot. Um... I feel like, yeah, it's it's hard to focus, by the way. Sorry, people. It's, I know only seven minutes in, but it's really hard to focus because we just talk about it. Because okay. I feel like 
I feel like this film was wrote by like Marvel just went right and so certainly went you need to just finish Venom and we need to put him in the Marvel universe and went oh just give us a Tom Hardy and we'll just sort the rest out and then Tom well, what you were saying on the way was you were like because we had wild theories on the drive over yes. and I was like either Michael Keaton as well is going to show up or we're going to get a bit more obvious or we'll have Tom Holland and you went I don't think we're going to have Tom Holland because no one wants Tom Hardy's Venom in the Marvel <laughs> in the <you>? MCU yeah. <laughs> and as the final act of this movie and possibly this Venom franchise he's pushed kicking and screaming <laughs> into the MCU literally into the MCU and which, which I mean there was some odd questions I at first I went oh that that makes sense. They're going to do multiverse of madness or something. Yeah. That's what's going to bring him in. They've tied up every loose knot in Venom, so it's fine. But then I remembered as we walked out. Then no, they didn't. The cop had the two yeah, eyes. The blue eyes, and he said monsters. monsters. Yeah, <laughs> like unless that was just like him getting a craving for <laughs> <Dying> an energy <laughs> drink. <laughs> monsters. Who knows that people's eyes glow blue when they die? Oh yeah, unless he's a policeman. Is he meant to be? <laughs> is he? Was that meant to be him dying? No, he obviously some, something had been passed on to him from her. Her. Why did she have a power? I don't know. That, that was the, never that explained. Was never, and I didn't recognise the name either. Shriek. Is that a name? They said they said it once. They called her Shriek, which I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of Shriek. I could just be a. a, a oh, come on, Shriek. Calm down. Just taking the piss. Yeah, out yeah. Of her. Just like if anything, that's like a, a slur against her <laughs> and her people. You're calling her a Shriek. Not nice. Um... But yeah, it just went, okay, da 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 MCU. <laughs> and, and Venom's just in the MCU. He doesn't but know like, why. we don't know how, because like he set it up by saying, if I even showed you a fraction of um, what the hive mind of the symbiotes over... Billions uh, of over years. Over billions of years. And he, I'm sure he said universes as well. He did say universes. He would say, it would, it would blow your that. mind. And in, in trying to show him that, although he claimed it wasn't him, some kind of yellowish portal... Which seemed very Doctor Strange. Yeah, filled the room, and then suddenly, like the time of day was different, and on the TV was J.K. Simmons as J.J. Yeah, and Tom Holland's Spider Man, and Venom seeming to know who Spider Man was. Yeah, that was a weird bit. Venom seemed to acknowledge Spider Man, like he knew there was something about. He called him that guy, that guy, and then licked the screen. Yeah, which. Again, raises questions. Which was what was your half theory? Is it like maybe the Venom from Raimi's Spider-Man Three will come in somehow? Maybe he does relate somehow in his memory. Yeah, because but then it's the different. But it's still a Spider-Man. He said Peter Parker as well, and maybe that's why it's like that guy. Like I know that name from somewhere, from somewhere, but I don't recognize that one. But it could be. But it was very much. How has this been? We, we we even said, how has this not been spoiled? How have we got to a point in our culture where, Thank, thankfully, by yeah, the way. it's not a bad thing. We've somehow evolved to the point where we're like, you know what? Let's not ruin this for everyone. But yeah, they just pushed Venom into the MCU. When you're going back even like five years or so, or six years ago, when Force Awakens came out, and Han Solo dying was embedded into almost every gif or video hidden so like you'd surprise me <laughs> yeah. with a spoiler and i luckily managed to avoid that but like my brother and a few other people knew by the time oh, we went in. oh horrible i would have hated that How- but this i've heard nothing other no. than other than other than the fact people are saying don't spoil it yeah which we meant knew. there was something that could have been spoiled in it yeah but did you notice there were two three hints yeah, the, the Daily Bugle. The Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle was, well. was a newspaper that was avid reading. He was reading. Online. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the other hints were. Well, there were 
subtle ones and probably a little bit of a... a Are you a, talking about the Stan Lee magazine that was in one scene? No. There was a Stan Lee magazine. That's I didn't his, that was his, that's his, He did cameo in the last Venom film as a graffiti artist, so he's cameoed again. No, he didn't. No, he cameoed. He actually was in the last film, wasn't he? He was film, in the last film he? in yeah, the yeah. end, yeah. He, um, now I was thinking of Deadpool. He, he was graffiti artist. So, yeah, there was a Stan Lee magazine. I didn't with, see that. With his face on the cover. That's cool. So, yeah, but what are the other things then? Uh, well, well, first of all, the Daily Bugle is a weird one because that just surely means there's a JJ in that universe. In the universe he left, presumably. Maybe. But then there was also two points. There was a bit when he'd left Eddie and he was at the very top of that uh, building in San Francisco mm. and there was a swell of Spider-Man-esque score. Yeah, there, were, uh, there was that one... And there was a second bit as well when um, Anne had venomed up and was carrying him through San Francisco when he broke him out of the prison mm-hmm. out of the cell even there was another swell of very Sam Raimi Spider-Man music as, oh, as he was like swinging through the city and I was like hmm <laughs> I didn't notice that I know I know what you mean by the just that one cut scene of him just like on the top of the t- tower yeah. I mean, it was a few weird like considering it moved so fast it did but, it was but like it not in a overly done way it, no. just, it just trimmed all the fat that needed trimming from the first one structurally yeah like this, like we need to go here, and then they're just there, and then and then <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. And then that that's all there was. I don't remember how the cop found out about Ravencroft. He was just suddenly there. Um, that was the only kind of gap that I experienced. Well, how the cop found out about Ravencroft? Yeah, because it broke out. So from then, from Raven, the, the, uh, fucking... yeah, but he didn't know it existed, and then just suddenly he's there. No, but Cletus had broke out and caused such a scene. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That you know, makes helicopters sense. exploding. I mean, the action's fucking good in this. Yeah. The action is. was really and fun. And luckily, it's not Venom versus another big black villain that you can't see anything of. Yeah. They picked a bright red villain. Yeah. Oh, there's a red one. <laughs> Which is acknowledged by <laughs> I'm not coming out for that one. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it, the action was a lot better. It was a lot more violent, like. I think that's where the 15 comes from because there was a bit where like Cletus picked up a mallet and like broke his legs. Yeah. And there'll be... And a bit more swearing than the usual. Yeah. And just a lot of stabbing and stuff. But no blood really. No. There was no blood. I feel like I feel like they've just made the film not with the intention of it being a 15 and then been told yeah. it's a 15 and gone <laughs> fuck it. You know. <laughs> all in. All in. What's really sad is there's going to be like I know like Chris if Chris is listening his kid Aiden I don't think he's old enough to watch this film, but love Spider-Man. So, so he's going to miss out? He's not going to be Surely able to... he'll be... Will he not let him watch it? Well, I'm not going to tell him how to parents, especially <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> but, um, Chris, but... don't be a dick. <laughs> and while you're at it, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's not as bad as it seems. He'll learn. He'll learn stuff from Pulp Fiction. Like like where to put an adrenaline shot. And how to be a gimp. <laughs> 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 like that's the one scene you... <laughs> valuable parenting <lesson. laughs> oh that's and that's how I became the gimp I am today <laughs> <laughs> purely because of Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction um, yeah so there was there was action talk, I mean you said about the music swelling there was good music the jokes were good yeah all the jokes landed the acting what, the, what, I, Tom I, Hardy was a lot better in this one mm, but maybe because he he felt comfortable because he wrote it yeah maybe like, yeah. he just wrote it he wrote it. to his strip so that's happening a lot isn't it because what's his name wrote Harley Quinn uh, and the Birds of Prey? Did she? Yeah. Margot Robbie did. Yeah, she wrote that. She had a massive hand in that. Maybe there's just a big realization that actors understand the characters better than better writers. than the yeah. random writer who's been yeah. brought in. Yeah, maybe. But if it's working, it's working. It's we'll working. Probably see I mean, more this, and more of it. 
this worked honestly i'm i'm i didn't have a problem with any shriek was did you recognize who shriek was i did towards the end was she from pirates of the yes, caribbean she is, yeah, yeah it, it was she when was she was clipped, stood, though. it was when she was stood there and her eye looked differently and, yes, I, and I, her dreads fell in a certain way and i was like I know her, and I've only just realised now when you yeah, asked yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, when it was that same moment, I went, oh, Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> just that one shot made me realise. It was I'll, the grin. It was the grin is what it was. I loved it when he went, <laughs> when he went we need fire. And he went, oh, sound. And then you think she's she's just going to scream. He just chucks her into the bell. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, just before that, Dan stood there going, fire and sound, sound. baby. Only without the sound. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the, it was. It's a it's a fun film. It's, it's it, yeah, it is. I think its biggest biggest problem, other than the graphics, was it went on a bit of a Spider Man Two story where they go. I say Spider Man Two. Every one of the Raimi Spider Man films dealt with. Oh, I don't want to be Spider Man anymore. But in where I'm going, I don't want to be Venom anymore. Piss off Venom. So Venom pisses off, and it was kind of like we know what. Tom's doing during this, but they didn't know what to do with Venom during that. Like he goes to a party, and it just seemed all very awkward. Like no, I think it was fine because what he, he was he was basically realizing like yeah, I'll be fine without him, and he wasn't because like him and um, Eddie are like he's the only one he can match with. Yeah, so it's not a matter of uh, I haven't got any other options, which he said at one point. It's a matter of oh, I actually kind of like being with you as well. But and he it didn't. Took, go... It took him going off and nearly dying to realize. But that. I didn't get why he didn't go out and do what he said he was going to do. Instead, he went to a party. Why didn't he not go out and just stop in the lethal protector? Which, by the way, is, is what I'm, um, got... yeah, I'm calling day. the punisher that from now on. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the lethal protector. Yeah, the teaser that because because together. We are the Ven- lethal protector. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, lethal protector. Um, because I, think, I guess Eddie had rubbed off on him, and he was still following the rules of okay. I won't, well, yeah, because it showed like he was going to eat that guy, and he just didn't in the end. Yeah, and yeah. Threw him com- comedically perfectly into a skip. Yeah, and then <laughs> went to eat a bunch of chickens. Yeah, but that was when Eddie was still with him. Yes, but then when they split, he was. But like, he was. He, he, he seemed more in control then. then. And then he, he, he instead of caving to it went to the shop and, and asked, got chocolate. And asked for chocolate that's a good point so I actually at me going like hmm it's like they didn't know what to do with him it's a bit of growth for venom yeah because if, even without him he's still following the rules yeah but probably doesn't realize he is on some kind of subconscious yeah level. or is annoyed that he is that he's, he feels guilty about killing people there's a good tell you what this did which other films fail to do Anne was used amazingly in this because Anne could have easily have been just like the, a love interest that well she was of, at the start well yeah she, was but, a, but, she originally used some motivation for the kind of the plot to you know unfurl but then but she I, actually came back and saved the day yeah yeah she she saved the day she did every she has no interest it's not like a bit where it's like oh in another world we would have been it's like she's very much i'm with this guy yeah there is not a chance in hell anything is happening and as much as venom and tom don't really agree with that or haven't come to terms with it she has and you get that from the character and there's no yeah. kind of like for want of a better way of putting it, cock teasing. No, well, she still cares about him. That's why she's helping. Yeah, him. but she's just but being. She's, but she's, she's yeah, she's been a and a good friend. Yeah, and that's such a strong, strong character. <laughs> that's a strong character uh, trait to have. No, it is. She's just and Dan good... is never really overly jealous either. No, that would have just... been a very easy pitfall to come into. No, yeah, he's just like a bit weirded out by the whole thing. But again, because he's so secure, she's she's so yeah, there. That is such a hard sentence for me she's to say. She's so secure. She is so secure. He... By the seashore, <laughs> selling her seashells. Which is where Venom ends up at the end. It is? <gasps> with, with his t- toes in the sand. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and oh. the wind that is 
Yeah. In his hair. Um, yeah, she, I just really like the use of Anne in this. Whereas other films, they would have gone, oh, what do we do with the girlfriend? Um, she's a constant... Like in peril, she wasn't. She was barely in any peril, other no, than at the very, very was. end. She puts herself in a bit of peril by letting Venom infect her or whatever. But like, but not really but, in the but same. They, pe- but they trust each other, Venom and yeah, and yeah. So... But it's not like the. Pe- I mean, peril like she. Okay, she's kidnapped at the end, but by Shriek, yeah. and then used as bait. And then once she's out, she's helping. Yeah, she's yeah. not just like, oh, oh, poor little old me who can't do anything. No, she's fantastic. Um, the, the slapstick moments as well of just Venom and, and Eddie hitting each other yeah. were always funny. <laughs> I found out what was like back to film. It could easily have got old. I know. I guess just do that and then... For anyone who can't see in this car... <laughs> yeah. I just threw my head back like I was being hit by nothing, which is what I imagined Tom Hardy was doing. I mean, Tom had to do, he had to do a lot of things, like just on his own, but protect. Like, think how hard that is to do the inter- the dialogue. So he's got to walk. walk I don't think along. The, I don't think the dialogue is the hard bit. What impressed me is the fact when he was talking to Venom, his ability to kind of stare into the middle distance. But not really look like he's not looking at anything, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, not look like he's talking to to Venom, but obviously it's he's not, picturing Venom there. But no, I don't mean that. It's, it's not even a point where like he's out of his back and he's like CGI looking at Venom's face. There was points where he was just kind of like talking to Venom, and you could only hear his voice. And yeah. obviously he doesn't have anyone to look at because the, even even the character doesn't have anything to look at at that point. Mm. He's just talking to Venom, but like his eyes were falling in just the right place that you believed he was just kind of trying to communicate with this disembodied voice, which is in his head. Yeah. That might be Tom Hardy all over. <laughs> it might be, yeah. No, he can never Maybe do... it's just a biopic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, is there anything much more? I mean, we've been over been over Cletus Cassidy because he was he was great. It was a good ad- adaptation. They seem to well, have... the, the enormity of when he's going to appear again. In what movie? Is he going to be... Well, does that, does that mean he's going to be in No Way Home? Venom. Oh, my God, imagine another, <laughs> another character... Venom is in no way home. And well, will he appear will he be be done with the Sony graphics or will Marvel be allowed to touch him? We'll take this. <laughs> and and is he at some point gonna gain the spider on his chest? I know that he, he is sorely missing that. I know. That really always irks me that he's Maybe not. his is is you'll fight alongside a Spider Man and go, I like your symbol. And yeah, and he just throw it on it. himself and that'll and be how it. he gains it. I don't know. Is it not is it not an Eddie Brock? In the Marvel Universe. In the MCU? Yeah, isn't there... Isn't, I don't what, think so. There's what's the name f- of the bully? There's a Flash. Oh, that's Flash Thompson. Oh, yeah. that's why Flash... I think Flash Thompson is um, Venom as well. Yeah, he's become... In the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's where I'm getting confused. Okay, so there hasn't been an established Eddie Brock in the MCU. No. So there's not two. Right, okay. But, the th- but isn't, like... Peter's meant to be roughly the same age as Eddie. Because they kind of go to... No, I thought Peter and Flash, Eddie was always older, I think. Was he? Yeah, Eddie was always an older fella. Oh, okay. Yeah, just uh, some deadbeat dad reporter, <laughs> you know. Um, okay, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. And, and what's weird he's is... got to be, because it showed him right at the end of where we last saw Spider-Man. So they're at the same point in the timeline now. Well, so why know, would he not... I feel like it implied they're in the, this... They weren't even in the same country. They definitely weren't even in the same country. Well, no, but... And what is what? They what, wouldn't do that and then just leave it. I don't think anything. Well, they did. Um, Forever. I, yeah, I don't know if 
Venom did it. I don't think Venom did that. I think that is all Doctor Strange. So I want, I'm still wanting to know what Venom was going to show him and what that meant. I also feel like there's a, a loose end of that policeman cop, saying, yeah. mon saying monsters, which is just weird. And I don't know. I feel like it's... it's The only other person I've seen with glowing blue eyes like that is Monica Rambeau. Oh yeah, um, as one of the from one division. Yeah, um, <coughs> I don't know if that has any relevance at all. No, why did she have? <coughs> what does it other powers that those people have? There's stuff like that. There's, there's, it's not perfect. They've they've managed to tie up most loose ends, but there's still some, and hopefully we get them. What people do you mean? What the other people in the um, in the institute? So she. I don't think they did. I think they did. No, I don't think they did. It was just it was just a home for unwanted because Cletus didn't have powers. He was just mentally unwell. I think it was a coincidence that she got sent there because she was mentally no. unwell and she also had powers. <coughs> no, she got sent. That's a different place. That child's hospital, the place for unwanted children. Remember at the very beginning, she gets taken from there yeah. to be put into a place with people with abilities. That was a separate place. They, because remember, they go and burn down. Oh, you mean? Oh, okay. When she's older, and yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I see what you mean. So I was yeah, trying yeah. to figure out what did they have. Well, they, they gave a name. Siegfried was one of the name of the characters who was saying, "I want to get out," because she said, "No one, no one gets out of yeah. Siegfried." Siegfried. So, so I don't know if Siegfried. Has a, a, a quick Google. A cursory <laughs> Google, as Peter Jones would say. As he would. Uh, Siegfried. Uh, and Roy. Marvel. Venom. Any. Uh, who is the Siegfried dude? He, <laughs> he, he appears to be played by Scroobius Pip. Was that Scroobius Pip? Apparently so. Fuck off! <laughs> what is going on? Is he now in the MCU as well? Scroobius Pip! <laughs> you know what? I recognised him and didn't clock it. I recognised him. I think I might have thought, like, if you'd have told me, oh, that looks like Scroobius Pip. Uh, what is he doing in Venom? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have any more information on him than that, really. Um, doesn't even show up with anything. No. How weird. There's so many random... This film's weird. I feel like the longer this is out, we're going to find out more and more weird facts about <laughs> no, this no. film. It'd be like uh, To Force Awakens again, where uh, you kept finding out that celebrities were playing Stormtroopers uncredited. Yeah. And you find out for the years to come. <laughs> Do you think that this is going to... Because I, th I think that the film is going to stand the test of time better than, than the, the first, first one. one. And it, it they've, they've gone the way of Suicide Squad in that you don't really need to watch the first one. Yeah, and it's just fun yeah. as well. They've just made it. They've just made it fast-paced, fun. You know, if you don't like this scene, we're onto another scene already. Don't worry about it. I'd never heard until this year because it didn't exist of a standalone sequel. But in one year, there's been the Suicide Squad Venom. and Venom Let There Be Carnage, both of which have avoided you calling them two. Yeah, and just... Because they don't really want that attached to it. Yeah. They're saying, start here, this is the best place to start. But do you think that that end credit scene will stand the test? What I mean, on, on one part, we were like, wow. On the other part, I was like, lazy? That was very lazy. Just like, oh, now he's in the MCU. I don't think it's lazy. I think it's just... There's there's so many big cosmic things happening in the MCU at the moment that it's just kind of one of those things that will probably get described and you just have to accept for what it is. At the end of the day, it's just fucking cool. <laughs> really. I don't know. Would I... you rather it have not happened? 
Well, you know what? I think before seeing this film, I would have rather it not happened. But by the end of it, Tom Hardy showed he is a good yeah. uh, Eddie Brock with, and he's made Venom funny. He definitely knows how to work it. The only problems I had was CGI. So if you t- you're telling but me you've got Disney dollar behind that, exactly, that'll be, that'll be... they can they can always make him look younger. <laughs> <laughs> Just make Venom look a bit younger. Um, but yeah, with the right right CGI and then a great scriptwriter to help him, you, you're gonna have and some good directors. You're gonna yeah. have some probably. Andy fantastic... Serkis will be working his magic again yeah. behind the camera. <laughs> that was so yeah. That was not what I was expecting. I don't know why Andy Serkis got picked for this. He's he's done a good job. It's yeah. not bad for his first film, but again, it did feel like... That's not copy his first. I don't know. It did feel like a bit like a student film. It was very like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. Yeah, but it was good. Oh, it was good, but <laughs> it hardly stunk of like, I went to film school. It, more, <laughs> it was more like, I downloaded Adobe Video Player and made a film with my mates, which my mate is a massive Venom fan. Aren't you, Tom? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> wrong love, one, wrong one. <clears throat> I love oh, yes. There we go. Uh, he has directed, apparently, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, oh, Dawn. that makes sense. Is he directing the Batman? No, he's in the Batman. Okay, this is just he give, was in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. This is giving well. all of his credits, then. Right. Um... <laughs> I was going to say, it was like, he directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I know he was in it as a monkey. Uh, it's, no, it's all this guy's filmography. I, d- I don't think he's directed one before. That's a big place to come in if that's the case. I know, yeah. But he might have he might have shot some footage at home <laughs> with two chickens, who, by the way, they were fantastic in this, the chickens. They were, Sonny yeah, and Cher. They did well. Um, I don't... It, do you think that the film is going to get because I've already feel like this on this podcast. Do you think the film is going to get overshadowed by the end credit scene a lot? Um, like the 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 film has been made I mean, as, as a as a go between. Like just wrap up, and then we've got this idea for the end, and you've just got to get from point A to this bit here. We don't care what you do because it's all about this. I think I flip flopped. I think on the way I was like I was like you. I was like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm mainly coming to see this for the post credit scene. Correct, but it can't just be for that. And then we were watching the movie, and I was like, you know what? This is good. I'm enjoying it. Mm. And then they got to the end, and I was like, okay, the postcard scene is going to be a little nice little tack on. But then it is obviously a big game changer. So it does. I don't think it overshadows the movie. It just seems to have more relevance in the grand scheme of things. So mm. it's a hard thing, hard thing to kind of balance out, really. And I know that's a, and yeah, I think you're right. Like now, I've come out the film. I definitely have more of an appreciation for it. And the character and Tom Hardy and stuff like that, and I did going in, but I did go in with just pure post credits intentions. Yeah. <laughs> so it may be overshadowed if people just Google it or YouTube it or whatever. I know loads of people who've just searched the end credit scene without going to see it. Oh, what the? What's the point? They've heard there was a big thing and they've looked and they've gone, oh yeah. Like that's like finding out that you know a certain curry might make you have like a really like burnt ass <laughs> shit. And rather than going and eat the curry, searching for pictures of burnt asses. I mean, I would rather that than, than risk a burnt ass. I, but I, you That's not a but perfect you might as well analogy. enjoy the curry <laughs> rather than have a search history that has burnt asses on it. Wait a minute, but in this analogy, Tom Holland... Oh, it's a bad analogy, by the way. Tom Holland popping up is the burnt ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and Venom is the good bit. Yeah, Tom Yeah, 
I, I never said it was a good analogy. Once <laughs> I started, I realised I was not on the right track. <laughs> but you committed. I got. I committed. Um, I think yeah. Marks out of ten. Eight out of ten. Oh wow! Eight out of ten. It might come down. It might be because I'm on a high. <laughs> mm. But even without the ad credit scene, I I came out the first one thinking I'll probably never watch that again, and mm. I haven't. True. I already want to watch this one again. I think oh, that's hard now. Now you've said that because I was like set on solid, very solid seven out of ten. But then the more I've talked about it, my only issues with CGI, which isn't that, shouldn't take away from the and film. And it wasn't abhorrent, Espe- especially someone like me who likes eighties films as well. The CGI <laughs> does not hold up. Um, I think it's. I think it is in the realms of. Oh, yeah, I might. I might get lean with you and go eight. Eight out of ten. Because it's just fun. I think that's the main thing. Compared it's a jeep. To, it's a jeep. Yeah, and it's no, you a... don't get enough of them anymore. Hour and a half, in and out. Fun <laughs> superhero adventures. Yeah, I feel like it's not like an 8 out of 10 to be put next to like some really high-end films. Like, uh, like I'm trying to think of ones off the top of my head. Like, maybe like Knives Out and stuff like that. Yeah. If you ever see me rate a film 8 out of 10, this is in a different... Context matters a lot yeah, as well. Yeah, this is like a proper fun film. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. Don't forget to tell us in the comments down below or to email us at talknerduk at gmail.com. If you don't know who Dan Bibby is, he is our Star Wars correspondent, but also he is one part of Tell Me Again podcast. And what is the Tell Me Again podcast? We compare things of various iterations. So like books to movies, movie remakes, uh, games to TV shows. Can't wait to do our Last of Us episode uh, when that's eventually finished. Uh, so yeah, all that shit. And we also know each other because we're in a band. We are. Which, if you go onto talknerdy.uk, you can go into my bio, and there's a link to Dan Bibby and Aesthetic Knobs there. Uh, there's a link to Gaz's band, I think, there, or Gaz's music in his bio. Or you can look, just look up Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knobs on Spotify, where we've got uh, currently a new single out called Warning Shot. And the EP will be out pr- probably soon. If you listen to this, like, and it's November or December, we, the EP is out. It's called Up For Coming Down. And we hope you enjoy it. As we hope you enjoyed this podcast, uh, don't forget to email us and go on the website to see blogs, vlogs, all sorts. I've been Jay. Thank you, Dan, for joining me. Thank you. And uh, we've been talking nerdy. Bye! One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do Two can be as bad as one It's the loneliest number since the number one No is the saddest experience you'll ever know Yes, it's the saddest experience you'll ever know Because one is the loneliest number that you'll ever do One is the loneliest number that you'll ever know